Riding around the city feeling 2.0 Cause I leveled up this year, case you never know Went half of the fam, went half of my bros Added comments to my stack and brands to my clothes Yo people, we're back again with another episode on the 2.0 pod And today we've got a special guest I'm not going to get into it too much, I'm going to let her introduce herself Hi guys, my name is Deji Rachel, I'm a full-time MUA I've been in makeups for about five years now I've worked in numerous different places to do with makeup It's been a really, really good run But I do everything from photo shoots to video shoots to weddings, um, occasions, everything, name it How did you first know that you sort of like wanted to get into makeup though? Like, as in what sort of made you get into that? Like, when I was young, like when I was like 11, like I always liked makeup. Like, I would go for my mom's things, I would always steal her things and try it. And then, like, when I was 12, she taught me makeup shopping and she didn't buy me a lot at all. She bought me like mascara, but I was so gassed. So, I always liked it. So, obviously, when I started growing up, I bought my own makeup um, and I started experimenting. Went to uni now. People are telling me that they like the way I do my makeup. If somebody asked me in second year, would you do my makeup? I'll pay you. I was like, yeah, like, sure. Um, it wasn't even the best. I didn't have a kit. I literally ran to Superdrug and bought what I could. Mm. And we made it work. And from there, people were just asking me left, right and center. I applied for Mac and it was so good. So when I was working in Mac, people would ask me on the side, do you do makeup and you're not really supposed to advertise yourself as a makeup artist outside your workplace especially if you work in beauty so mm-hmm. i was like yeah i was like giving them my number under the table i was like call me and then um it just went from there then i went back to uni like this was the summer of second year to third year i went back to uni and i told myself i was just gonna stop like i was gonna stop because i need to concentrate on third year and then i finished third year I was like I want to get back into makeup and then it's just been like that ever since I've worked in different makeup places last year I was like I don't want to work in beauty retail no more so I left and went freelance like full-time so Deji obviously like we um see like a lot of horror stories where girls say oh like this makeup artist ruined my my birthday or some girls didn't like their makeup on their wedding and that. So, like, what makes, like, a good makeup artist? I would say a lot of what I do, people, like, recommend me. So there's always somebody looking for a makeup artist for something, right? So people recommend me, and if I've done a good job with them, then they know that I'll do a good job with someone else. Do you understand? So someone that's always working, like, someone that's always practising, like, you don't have to have bookings to be always working. You could be practising on yourself. You could be practising on your sisters or your mum or your friends. Do you know what I mean? Somebody that's always growing their passion, you need to know who you're booking. Like, you need to know where they're coming from. Go through their work. And have you asked somebody else that's had that person? Dad, I've got a question for you, actually. And you know what? Just listening to how you sound, is uh, it's so nice to hear that you're so passionate about uh, what you're actually doing what were your parents like when you said that um, you wanted to do this full-time and you wanted to chase this as a career in it because you know like African parents are like you know when you told them that you want to do like something that's not like traditional in their eyes what was your experience like my mom's very supportive I'll get that out of the way she's very very supportive like she will really ask me is this what you want to do how are you going to do it whatever and she'll be like, okay I'll support you but my dad my dad was confused when I quit my job I didn't tell my dad I told my mum I didn't tell my dad and obviously like my notice period was running out I told my dad I sat him down I sat him job and he was like he was he was baffed um and then with my dad he always needs to see like numbers he needs to see figures he needs to see something yeah it's good if you have a dream but he needs to see how you're going to make it happen how I will make an income every month so I showed him all the bookings I had this was in 2019 so I told showed him all the bookings I had for 2020 from 
January to December, I was I was booked across the year. Yeah, and with my dad, he's like, okay, so how are you going to level up from what you're doing? How are you going to make more money? I told him that, and I was like, you know what, dad, let's make a deal. Give me to the end of 2020, and I'll show you. Like, I'll really show you how everything's picked up. Um, Mm. And he was like, cool. My parents are so supportive, especially if they see me coming back at, like, 10 p.m. and I have to wake up for 4 a.m. the next day. They know I'm serious. Do you know what I mean? Like, now he's actually seeing what I'm doing. He's seeing the money I'm bringing in. When the money starts coming out, bro, they don't say nothing. (laughs) So, like, what if you wasn't making money? There's some other people that aren't in the position to make the money yet. It's just lucky that, quote-unquote, you were lying at first. Because if you told him in 2016 or whenever it was when you started about it, and you didn't have figures, he would have crushed your dream. And then you wouldn't have actually progressed to where you are now unless, like, you went against it. So, like, how would have you dealt with that? I always had a backup plan. So even when I left my job, I told myself, okay, if this doesn't work out, I've got a backup plan. I know where I'm going from here. Like, even if that means I have to do something that I don't really, like, it's not in my plans but for now he knows that I'm always moving forward so even if I wasn't making money that's not really on him that's on me like he knew my backup plan if this was 2016 and I said I was going, gonna go full-time he would have told me what I'm thinking that I can't go full-time do you get what I'm saying like he would have and I would have agreed with him but did I've got a question yeah you're not gonna like it so I'm just putting it out there to prepare yourself for this <laughs> one yeah? basically what I've found yeah is makeup artists yeah and girls in general, they destroy their face on their birthday. Why? Every time it's a girl's birthday, she looks the worst <laughs> that she looks in 365 days. Wow. Why? Like, girls overdo their that. makeup on their birthday. The girl will look way nicer the rest of the year. But on their birthday, they want to put every colour on their face. I think it's just the mentality that, you know, you're going to be seen. You need to show up. You need to arrive to heighten my makeup to a different level. I need to do something that makes everyone know I'm the birthday girl. When they come to the party looking dead, you know, onto them, fam. When they throw out makeup, you're onto them. How do you want them to win? I'm just saying that, like, I feel that sometimes girls overdo it. Um, on their birthday that's just my opinion like I don't think there's anything wrong with makeup but sometimes like on their birthday they feel like they have to go the extra mile for girl, let's say for, there's girls out there that um, you know have acne prone skin right or get spots what kind of advice can you give them to kind of have a smoother look if they've got acne prone skin mm. this is for acne prone skin this is for like everybody you need to be taking care of your skin more than you take care of your makeup like you need to be taking care of yourself your appearance without makeup is much more important than how you look with makeup. Wow, I have to stop you there. <laughs> they're coming for you as well, boy. <laughs> no, 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 what she said is true. Look after your skin. Just an FYI, yeah. 2.0 are staying out of women's business. We're interviewing a makeup artist. We don't want no backlash. Thank you. If you have acne prone skin and you just throw any foundation on, you throw any concealer on, and it irritates your skin, don't do that to yourself. Research your, the products you're using, research and how to use it. If your skin is irritated one day, don't wear makeup. Let your skin breathe. If you wear makeup five times, six times a week, do your own facial. There's YouTube. YouTube will show you, like, you need to take care of your skin. Drink water. I want you to tell me about, like, your most, like, difficult customer, like... As in, like, you ain't got to out her or nothing like that, but it's, like, maybe, like, someone who's very challenging or a girl. Like, what kind of, like, challenges do you sort of come across in your 
day-to-day like with like being a makeup artist like. if i'm so honest with you i eliminate any difficult customers from emails as you can tell from the way they're emailing you or the way they're dming you and yeah. sometimes they come with a sense of entitlement i want to pay you this much and it's like no it's just a sense of entitlement i think one of my di- most difficult clients this is when i wasn't really full time so i was just doing it on the side i did a trial with her she loved the trial she absolutely loved it and then I had to come on the day and she was like, okay, can you do like the bridesmaids and the maid of honor? And I was like, okay, like we're going to be a bit late, but that's fine. Um, she was like, yeah, do it exactly like how you did my trial. I was like, what? You guys want the same. She's like, do it exactly how you did the trial. Okay, I'll do it. I did them. The way this woman shouted at me, she was like, they look like me. I was like, this is what you asked for. But I'm the bride. Just kept going on and on whilst I was doing the makeup. Like they can't look like me. They can't look like me. And the way I just had to hold myself and she kept looking in the mirror. And the thing is, if you keep disturbing me, you're going to, you're going to affect the work. Like if you keep getting up, if you keep causing distractions, you're going to disturb the flow of the process. And I was just so on edge, especially because like at that point, I didn't really know my terms and conditions. I didn't really know myself properly as a makeup artist, like what I would accept, what I wouldn't accept. So I was shaking. Like I was like, oh my goodness, I don't want her to be upset. But obviously I just had to do what I had to do. I had to do something completely different to the trial. I think she liked it, but at the end of the day, we were all late because she now told me when I got there, I have to do the maid of honor and the bridesmaid. They were late to the wedding. And it's like when they're late, they try to blame it on the makeup artist that you need to be quicker. I was just so shaken up. I told myself I was never doing makeup after that, but... But wait, Deji, you're confirming that you can make three women look exactly the same. No, sorry. (laughs) Same makeup look. This is all so scary. (laughs) No, no, no. Let's get into this, yeah. To not have a clue what someone looks like, yeah, Mm. if you're trying to go after them, as in, like, as in move to them, yeah. For a guy, it's confusing. However, I understand. Girls are going to say, we don't do it for you, we do it for ourselves, yeah. So that's just fair enough. Like, let's yeah. separate them two arguments here. I'm just saying that like, as a guy, like when you look at a girl, you're thinking, "Ooh, like da 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 da." But you're now saying that you, as a makeup artist, can make three girls look similar. No, have the same makeup look. Everyone has different faces, but in terms of makeup look, you're gonna be like, "Okay, they all done the makeup the same." Right, but this is it, though, man. Because a couple girls out here building trust issues for the man, then, man. Going to the party, you know what I'm saying you're looking great. Let me get your number. Let me get your snap. And then what? A couple of days later, you see them looking different. Do you think that's cool? As a makeup artist, do you think that's cool? We need to talk about transformation versus adding detail. Do you know what I'm trying to say to you? Like, I don't feel like it's cool to be transforming out here, fam. You've got a look. You should be sticking with your look and running with it. So why is the transformation so, so vast in some girls? All depends how they want to do their makeup. Like, I can't dictate how somebody should make it more natural or make it more glam. It all depends on the style of the makeup. And if you're moving to that person, you better know this is their style of makeup. Do you understand that they could look different when they That's take a good it point. So I should look at a girl and be like, Yo, you know what? Her style of makeup is... I don't know that. That's what I see. <laughs> if you move to a girl or something, isn't it, yeah? And then, like, you FaceTime her and it's just pitch black every it's time. Nuts. She ain't yeah. done up. Then you know what time it is, isn't it? So, as nah. in... Um, so, sometimes <laughs> girls know what they're doing, isn't it? So it is what it is. If you're serious, then you should probably, like, like look to sort of see what she looks like in a natural state. Wait, Deji, sorry. I need to ask you. This dust thing that you, you, you girls that be putting in the corner of your iPhone, what is that? Right in the middle, where your nose bridge is. He's talking about inner corner highlight. I don't get it, because you know, it just, you know what it looks like? It just looks like 
You see when you kill a mafia and it, it leaves that residue? Like, what's the purpose of putting that, that dust thing there in it? Like, what is the purpose of it? I don't... I see it, and I just don't... I can... I just don't understand it. I'm saying. It completes the look. What does it do, though? What's the purpose? Can I get... <laughs> your eyes shine. Like, it makes your eyes more attractive. Do you understand? Like, it completes the look. Like... No, I was just going to say, yeah, I think I've just learned to accept that fam. Like, when my fiance is doing her makeup, Deji, you've done her makeup enough times. I'm just like, listen, do your thing. I don't ask questions. I don't understand it. I just know that we just got to appreciate that it's art and you just got to tell them it looks nice. That's just what I've learned. If you want a peaceful life, uh, that's just <laughs> the best way to go about it. All that dust in the air, all the, like, gold eyes, all that type of thing there, man. It's, it's not really me, but... So I don't know, man. I don't, I don't even know what half these things but mean. Hear it, Tosia. You see, the thing is, uh, with me, I feel like there's a catch-22 here, in it? Because girls need to feel good about themselves, innit? And they, obviously, the makeup industry's booming. It's just like fashion now, innit? Yeah? However, the standard set on Instagram is too high, meaning uh, that no. girls are fantastic at makeup, yeah? They, mm. They're fantastic at using Facetune. Yeah. Then there's filter. Then there's flash. Yeah. They got a ring light. Yeah. So it's like, as men, when you're looking at them on Insta, you're thinking, wow. Like, bro, yeah. if I scroll on Insta, like, literally, nearly every girl is a high standard. Like, literally, nearly every picture you see. So now, if you're just like going to the shops or whatever, and you see these girls in Sainsbury's, you're thinking, huh? Like, wait, what's going? So obviously, what I'm saying is, in our heads, yeah, the standard is so high that mm. when you now see a natural face, yeah, which is normal the way God made you, people are in shock. So it, that's what I'm trying to say. There's a catch twenty two because the distance between the finished look on Instagram and just natural is just so drastically different because obviously no one's face has bronzer, no one's face has highlight. Like, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, no one is born like that. So I feel like that's why I think men are just confused about it. Ish, what are you saying that? As, as even Tosser, we just got to accept the art. It's, it's art, bro. It's art. Yeah. It's actually art, fam. Like, fam, they do different looks because they do eyeshadow. They do this. They do the, the bronzer thing on the cheeks, fam. So, Deji, yeah, like, how long, yeah, do girls sort of need for, like, a full beat? Because I feel like every man's mm. been, like, late to a, to a dinner or function or something. Uh. A guy's taking long to do their makeup. <laughs> this is you now. So, like, what you say, yeah, is gospel. So we're going to take this and apply it <laughs> in everyday life. So tell us how long a girl needs. It all depends what the beat is. Do you understand? Oh, oh good. If I'm like doing a full beat, like proper, I'll be in front of that mirror for one hour. But some people, I've had two and a half hours. I've had three hours. That's, two that's a and a half Dude, what though? What? Yeah. Like, it depends what they're doing. Like, if they're doing a cut crease, it may take longer for somebody else to do a cut crease than another person. If it's, like, just an everyday beat, it could be 10 minutes. But that everyday beat could be different to another person. Deji, yeah? We see for guys, yeah? Like, let's say a girl you're talking to, yeah? Like, let's say um, she gets her makeup done and you as a guy, you, you don't like it, like, and you feel like it doesn't suit her face and, like, it's just, she, like, it's just the most, isn't it? How do you word that? to a girl without offending her. If she thinks the makeup is sick as well, but you, you look at it and you're like, nah, like, the blending hasn't been done properly or, like, it's just a bit too colourful. Like, how do you say it, like? Oh, you have to tell, you know, baby, you're so beautiful. Like, I really appreciate the way you do this, the way you do that. Your hair is nice, you know, your outfit, everything. Like, and, you know, your foundation, you know, your foundation, your makeup is good. And then you have to say, but, like, maybe you don't, suit that much color like you're so beautiful like you know those warm tones on you will look beautiful like you have to kind 
Just rip the bandaid off, man. What's this? What is warm tones? You need to define it for us so we know. It's like brown and orange and deeper brown. Okay. Oh, them sunshine looks. And it's just like, it, even if you was painting a house, man, warm tones, like, yeah, I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, red, orange. Yeah, red, orange. Why are you playing orange, fam? You have to make it a bit soft first before you're going for the kill. Like, you're capping, man. Listen, I don't know if you don't know. Me and Dejo are uni together. If a guy told you he doesn't like your makeup, you're burning his bridge 100%. You're not taking it calmly. If he's somebody that I value, like, if I was going out with him and he was like, you suit this and that a bit more, then I'll take it into consideration. But if it's none of your business, it's none of your business. But Deji, yeah, let's say you was on the roads, yeah, and then a guy come up to you and was like, oh, like, you, you had your makeup, you was doing your makeup on the walk or something. And you put it in your way. And he said to you, I'm not being rude or anything, but like, you see your blending is a bit off there. So I'm just letting you know. Would you be like, thanks? Or would you take offense? Deji, before you go into that, yeah, just even on that ish, what do we know about blending? We don't know nothing about blending. It's like someone's like, do you get me? What do we know? They're just thinking that we're chatting rubbish. (laughs) Say, if a guy came up to me and told me that I needed to blend my foundation in, I would be so... I'll be so offended. I'll be like, <laughs> if somebody that I don't know comes up to me, it must be that bad. Where do you sort of stand on like male makeup? Okay, so there's guys that do like male grooming. Like, I know some guys that don't like that like, they're under eye bags or like the discoloration under their eyes. So they do do a bit of male grooming, but you will never know. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. There's male grooming as in just taking care of yourself, doing a cucumber and an eye and that. Yeah. And then there's male grooming that. They wear the makeup thing. So which one are they doing? Because no. there's some guys that still do wear a bit of makeup. I know a black guy that he don't he doesn't like um the shade under his eyes. So he just he buys like a little concealer and he puts it on. Oh wow. <laughs> man am I laughing yet? But then the man will if they're going bald will get a hair transplant. I think as we're getting on, yeah, men are starting to do more things. Like man am I shaping eyebrows, man am I getting hair transplants, man am I wearing wigs to get their hairline back like they get man am i getting their teeth done man am i doing beauty as well you know like bro if i said to you yeah from man just needs to apply some concealer under under my under eye quick you would look at me like what because it's not the norm but if i tell you yeah man's going turkey just to to get my hairline read back you're like oh yeah calm do you know what i'm saying like that only just got normal though that's not true it just became more affordable people been doing that for years it's done because i remember when i told you i said you man man's got the pedicure and that man does the face washing you you everyone was like that is weird no word of a lie yeah Yeah. it was in like um a family gathering innit? it me alex and one (laughs) and then alex was like oh when i'm chatting to a girl yeah Fam, she needs the ombre nails, fam. She can't really be having any type of nail. Kitten, fam. Man has an older sister, G, so from time. Even when I didn't want to know this stuff, bro, she will say, yeah, look at this makeup look that I've done. Look at the bronze, look at the highlight. I think, I don't care, fam. But she will force me to do facials, face masks, claim, you know what I'm saying? So it's just been ingrained. Women didn't wear makeup at first. It was actually men, and then it transitioned. Over. Yeah, I think it was in, in like the Roman times. Like oh, men wow. actually started wearing makeup first. You know, like a lot of the portraits and the paintings and all that stuff was of men, in it. Like, I feel like females take pride in physical appearance in terms of their hair as well, but also their makeup in it. With males, 
your beard and your hair is the most important thing, isn't it? Game changer. You can go out one day. If you don't have a haircut, you're not going out. You got a haircut, you feel like a new man. So if a guy is struggling, let's just say this is a guy, yeah, who um he's been the man, jump chain for the years, and his hair just goes. You can't get onto it for hitting up turkey. Jump trying to say to you. All these men, yeah, I know you look all personally. When we come out of the barbershop, everyone's thinking, Yeah, man, it's great. Like you're oh, looking forward to trimming your hair and that. Jump trying to say to you. The female couldn't the hairline is that eyebrows because you can have girls that will have um plain Jane face in it, no makeup yet. Eyebrows on point and they still look calm, do you know what I'm saying? But obviously makeup just steps up a level. So like Deji, what's your thoughts on like guys getting their headlines um done like in Turkey, etc.? Um I personally think it's preference i mean personally if you're going bold like being bold isn't bad uh, it's actually not bad but it's all about preference your preference if you want your hairline to come back you've lost your hairline i don't see a problem with it just restoring what you've lost to, where to rooney still rooney was the first to pioneer he was going bold at 24 man said fuck it i need to put 20 racks on my head i can't lie if i was going bald 150 percent i would get it like bro like i think in your <laughs> 20s you need to enjoy all the possible trims you can have. Alright, but some man rock the beard and the bald thing calm, like, as in that. Yeah, definitely. It suits a lot of brothers, isn't it? I ain't got no beard, bro. <laughs> Would you get a beard transplant? No, I wouldn't get that. I'd just do my hair. So some boxer called Connor Ben, he had like his beard done. Like man's got a full strap on now. Like. I got another question for Deji, yeah. So let's just say, yeah, because obviously we didn't really get into like the girls in the wig situation, innit? But we'll say that for another day. Like these days, yeah, there's guys that are legit wearing wigs. Say you meet a guy, yeah. And you're talking to him, you've been talking for a few months now, and you're getting to know each other, you're dating. One day you stay at his house, or he stays at your house, or you even go on holiday or something, and the wig comes off. You see the real hairline, the hairline's mad back, his hair can't grow. What are you saying? Are you going to take it? I'm not going to take it. been going out for this, this long, and is then as find out that you have a, you should have been honest. Wow! They're ah! all the time! Nah. You don't want hair until months later, they do it all the time. I'm on Deji's side still. Because, bruv, imagine going out with a girl, you go on holiday, bro, and then, like, bro, like, you, you see her hair, whatever, and then she backs off her wig, and, like, underneath the wig is just mad, bro. Oh, but you didn't do your research. No, but you no, didn't do your I didn't do my research. But the whole point is Deji would have known it was a wig. We would have known it's a wig. That, there's a clear difference. I think what Deji's saying is bad, because... Girls wear wigs and it's accepted. So why can't, why are you getting onto that guy, Deji, if he's doing it? I didn't say that it's not accepted. I would have asked him, why didn't you tell me? If we start going out and he tells me he wears wigs, it's not like I'm going to write him off for wearing it. I would be a bit shocked that we went that far and you still didn't tell me. Do you understand? Like A girl never told me, you know I wear wigs. What would you say? Here's the difference, yeah? When you're letting women down, it's like, babe, you're so beautiful. But this, uh, and oh, oh, you're so beautiful. But it's like, when it's a guy, it's like, why didn't you tell me? You get me? Why can't you say, babe? Like, obviously, your beard is just glowing. Like, your skin is great. You're so handsome. You're so handsome. But, you know, it's, like, why can't you break it down that way? <laughs> you guys are giving me a scenario that we've been together for a substantial amount of time. I even told you that I like your hair. When, when man them see the cameras under the wig, that's how we feel. It's like, right, oh, this is the real you, yeah. If you've actually been together for that long and you don't like the way her cameras is looking, you'd be like, baby, you should fix this. Yeah, like, I think you're being a bit of a hypocrite here because I feel like <laughs> you can definitely go two, three months here yeah, about showing a, girl, a guy your cameras. I know, I feel like you can do that. So why can't a guy go two, three months about showing you, like, the, the PK line, like, Are you saying that girls sleep with wigs? No, bro. But it's the transition. Exactly, so you will see the corners. No, but Toss, but, Toss, obviously. But, Toss, they're not all sleeping with them after that amount of time, though. Yeah, you might not be sleeping like them. And you see girls, they're the best at the 
wig to headscarf transformation without you even noticing it's happening, bro. They do it so quickly. But, bro, if I see, let's say you have the wig, yeah? You take off the wig, and then obviously you've got your do-rag on, your headscarf, whatever it may be. Clearly, your hair is not the wig. Sometimes the wig is sewn on. So sometimes they don't oh. actually take it off, do you know what I'm saying? So they, sometimes they actually do sleep with it on. Yeah, but you know it's not their hair, though. It's different. Yeah. Take it from Deji's perspective, yeah? Imagine, yeah, obviously he's backed off the thing. And let's say the thing is, bro, all the way gone. The middle bit is gone. He's got a bit of hair on the sides. Come on, bro. That would be deceitful, fam. So, yeah, you know what? Yeah. You see, we're all laughing about this map. We're always in, like, what? Year 11 or whatnot, yeah? Imagining girls walking around with caners of the guy they like here yeah, would be foreign. Bro, it's probably going to happen. Like, people that are losing their hairlines, they're probably going to back off their wig when they're with their girl. They're going to have a 1960s hairline. You see how we're talking about natural and all that stuff, yeah? I watched the old music video the other day, just from, like, the noughties, yeah? And all the girls in the video were just slim. Like, literally, like, no big bum, no big breast, just, like, pretty face and slim, yeah, that was the look. And girls like, let's say like a Meg Thee Stallion or something, or Nicki Minaj, back then, people would have probably called them chubby or fat or whatever, yeah? But now, that look is celebrated. Like, what do you think it actually was that actually turned that into the thing? Because it kind of just happened. People started loving black women. When they started doing themselves and realised, yo, this is a look, that's when they started going with it, fam. I, I disagree. I think the answer to the question in the most simple sense is that I think um the view or the standard of beauty just always changes. That was the thing in the 2000s and then now the whole thick thing. Deji, what's your thoughts on it? I think the sex appeal or the male gaze has just like changed. You know, it's changed in terms of what gives them um, visual satisfaction. I think with time things change and things get accepted and in how they get accepted it makes a big difference. So if you can sexualise, you know, big bums and big boobs, um, thick thighs, if you can make that work then it will be appealing and it will it will just become a thing which it has now people with big thighs really really wanted to reduce their thighs now it's like i've accepted it i'm gonna make it work and they made it work really well i get what you're saying um i agree with all your points because i never thought about it the way um one said how like black women kind of started accepting their natural shapes because when I'm thinking about it like the black girls I knew that grew up in white areas yeah a lot of them have told me that they used to like proper starve themselves to try to be as skinny as possible because the skinny was the look as black women started actually accepting kind of their natural shape do you man think that like video girl sort of video vixen era sort of shaped your preference I don't think it shaped your preference I think they copy whatever is popular at the time I don't think they set the standard I think they literally just put in their video what they think is the most popular image at the time. I don't think those music videos are shaping me personally. I think they're even just a copy of society. I've always been into what I'm into, man. Nah, the internet didn't shape that, bro. I like a slim thick, do you know what I'm going to say? Where did you first sort of see, like, slim thick to sort of like it? In school. We come to school, like, when we were younger, you know what I'm saying, I had a certain physique, and I feel like that's just what we knew, innit? I never had a hit for black girls. I always loved them. Back in the day, yeah, obviously, there were the light skin phase, innit? Bare light skin boys were, were, were in, and the dark skin boys were kicked to the corner. But now, dark skin boys, pretty much, nine times out of ten, 
girls' preference. So what do you guys think that shaped that transition? I don't think that pattern ever left. I just feel like maybe it's like it's not as bad for dark-skinned men anymore. No, they love us. They hit us. I don't think that it's surpassed the light-skinned love yet. I don't think the love is surpassed, Alex, yeah. I think the hate is just stopped. Yeah, I think it's more just like sort of a colorism thing. And I think like, like what, what people said in it, like what's sort of pushed in it. So when you see like these music videos from like the early 2000s or whatever and that, like, you don't really see too many like dark-skinned women at the sort of center of it. Do you got know what I'm saying? As in that, so it's like it might it may shape how you think. Did you see like a change between a lot of the girls you were speaking to, like your friends, the inner circles? A hundred percent. There was a very poor representation of dark-skinned men, and then now you see people like Morris Chestnut more on your screens, and you're just like, wow, like dark-skinned men can actually get it together. It's all about what the media show you. That's what everybody collectively is seeing. Do you know what I mean? So you follow that trend. Mandem, um, obviously, I'm sure you lot have been keeping up with the news. Like, I just wanted to focus on uh, what Marcus Rashford did recently. I just think that, obviously, like, what he done here was actually sick in it, like, in terms of, like, using his, like, platform and influence to sort of, like, raise 20 million for starters and then sort of get the government to invest, like, a further 100 million into that cause, in it. But it just reflects so poorly on the government that, like, he had to do that. Do you know what I'm saying? As in, like, I don't, I don't know why it took like a 22 year old Premier League footballer to like notice this massive issue and for them to like act on it because they they did pass on it before. So it just shows you that sort of like lobbying, causing pressure, and like I guess like not sort of backing down has its benefits. Do you know what I'm saying? And that could sort of be applied to like the riots and the outcome of that. You see, the government they are reactive rather than proactive in it. A lot of the time, if the government are proactive, they're seeing it as they're spending money. When you're reactive, yeah, you only need to spend money when people put pressure on you. And you've got to remember that like, the government is right-wing already. So even things like the NHS free school meals and stuff, yeah, a lot of them don't believe in giving their tax money to other people that they think shouldn't be making their own money. So with stuff like this, yeah, if it was the Labour government, as soon as, say, for Rashford raised it, they would have got involved. But it's, it's also the government that is incumbent at that time. Do you get it? In terms of what Rashford's done, like, it is rich when I see some, like, Man United fans even cussing Rashford and saying, oh, you want us to pay our taxes when you earn all this, this, this. But, like, the club's main striker grew up on free school mills. How could you not get what he's trying to push there? Probably mad personal for him. I didn't really read into it like that to know that he was on free school meals. People that are entitled to free school meals, it's for a reason. You can't afford to eat lunch. <laughs> That's why we give you free school meals. Like, your family needs to be subsidised. I feel like, to take that away, someone like Rashford, who's probably grown up eating free school meals, or, like, his families or his friends were eating free school meals, they will understand the benefit of that and what that actually does for their families. Which I'm trying to say to you. And it's a personal situation like that. You're gonna go extra hard. What would you say yeah, to the likes of Katie Hopkins and them kind of people who like say, you know, if you can't afford to have kids, you shouldn't really be having them and them kind of arguments there. Do you feel like welfare state dependency is sort of like a massive issue? You could actually been able to afford them at the time, had a good job, got made redundant. And now you can't afford it. It's a dumb argument. And like, she's done for saying it, but she wasn't the only one saying it. There's definitely like a small sort of subgroup of people who have large amounts of kids with the intention of living on this, living off the state. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that whole mentality. Obviously, this, I don't think it's applicable to now because I feel like these kids are born and they're suffering. So you've got to deal with it. But it's like the mentality behind it like, how do you feel about that? Those people that have been um, saying similar things that Katie Hopkins are saying, right? They're just bigots, innit? So for those people who you said that 
kind of have kids to like live off their welfare effectively like on the benefits and that. I just think I just think that's wrong like there's no point kids are not they're not it's not a money making scheme in it because of that that's why they've changed the benefit system no they've changed it but if you still have like a lot of kids you will get a lot of money from that and you'll get housed accordingly so if I'm a man and I have a wife with, and I have seven kids I will get a big house on the government like they're still sort of breeding that culture of me being able to do that. I'm all for the government helping people, right? I think they should kind of cut back on the hand that they're giving out to a certain degree. But that is Lex, though. I think like mm. they can't really do shit if someone wants to have eight kids, bro. If you mm. wanted to have ten kids today, bruv, you can have ten kids. Let's say like China. I don't know if they have like the, the birth control policy in effect now, but there was a point where you could only just have one kid. Uh, Alex, what do you mean the government should? Take away what benefits they take away? No, I'm saying they. Sh- I'm saying they should somewhat cut back on the amount that they're given. Basically, all the people from broken homes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without some of the government funding, do you think they will survive? Let's just say, for example, yeah, they even take away something as simple as free travel for kids because they're going to do that as well, right? Yeah. It's done. And what? And what if you actually your parents couldn't actually give you the free the one fifty a day or two pound a day plus mm-hmm. your lunch money for you to go to school, fam? Then what cheese are you in? Let me see yeah. what happens. They bunk train, as we've said in our last episode, you know, the Black Lives Matter, when you you were talking about bunking train, yeah. not paying, and police officers beating you up. That's what happens when you take away those benefits. Now, when I say cut back, I mean on like, things like free travel and, and free school meals. I'm all for that. But I'm saying when it comes to like benefit schemes where they're actually giving money, money to families, right, with that has an army of kids, you need to basically invoke a behaviour or invoke the thought process that pushes people to actually go out and get a job bro if i have 10 kids tomorrow and the government are just giving me a massive amount of income i'm not gonna um go out there and get a job but they don't give them massive amount of incomes they give them enough to live yeah gyro on that yeah it's like 60 pound a week do you understand and let me ask you a question what can 60 pound a week do for you right now wait sorry are you, are you saying a woman with like seven kids will get 60 pound a week she'll get 60 pound for, okay. for her expenditure that's hers that she might get like an extra eighteen pound or something per kid. Jump in and say it, you. Child benefit. Yeah. It's not eighteen pounds. Twenty one pounds or five p for one child, right? An there extra child per week, right? Ah, uh, per week, yeah. Additional children, thirteen, thirteen point nine five. Ah, uh, so I was right. I said about eighteen a child, whatever. Yeah, so I'll give you, a you said a month, G. It's a week. It's a month, bro. This I, is a week. I said, ah, right, whatever. But my point is, that's not a lot of money. Yeah, but don't forget, people that are living council houses, they're not, they're not paying. The full rate is subsidized. Who told you that again? Like, a council house will be subsidized. For example, that like, all right, cool. So you'll get like, for example, yeah, a free bed house that's not a council house, yeah. And the mortgage on that house might be like, I don't know, one thousand six hundred, yeah. A council house now, the council buy it, they rent it to you, yeah. You might pay eight fifty. If you're in certain scenarios, yeah, you can actually get better deals on your council house. So if you actually have a young kid or you've got a few kids or whatever, see how you said that eight fifty or whatever. That might be like housing association. If you've got seven kids, one of them has a disability and the, and the rest of them, you're not working yet. The house you're paying might only be like 200 a month. Alex said basically a lot of benefits should be removed. I didn't say a lot. Like, some, some. But I feel like that comes from a place of power because he's okay. For people that... Bro, that it doesn't come from people that power, bro. They mean you're actually cousins, yeah? I feel like 10 years ago, you couldn't make that comment because the life wouldn't permit that. So I'm trying to say it to you. It doesn't come from a place of power, fam. In school, fam, my mum could not afford d- dinners, bro. Growing up here, I've looked back and I've seen these government schemes, what sort of behaviours it condones, bro. Everyone, how your life was. If they took away some of those schemes, 
it can only make your life worse. So how can you make that statement? Kids that grew up in your circumstances are going to be worse off because of some of the decisions that you're what? making. Let's say this is an individual argument sake, living at home, just on the door, innit? That's 480 a month, right? To me, that's not that much at all. But to other people, they think, yeah, you know what? That's calm, 480. Well, yeah, man, I'm going to chop that. Not yeah. calm when you got kids in that door, bro. It's not. But I'm saying they, they, don't, they don't get JSA when they just have kids. They get JSA and more. I hear what you're saying, but like ones is saying, if these um, forms of supporting the population weren't there, mm-hmm. there'll be a lot of homeless, there'll be a lot of poor people. So I think obviously they've restricted and they've cut back on how much allowance they used to give back in the day. It's still necessary in well, any... It's necessary. Right, South America's poor and rich is mad secretary. That's what it will become if they cut certain things. If we cut these things, bro, we yeah. done And the poor will die, bro. The poor will die. Growing up, we're seen as poor, bro. We might have been done out here, Gigi. I'm going to say it to you. You know in America, yeah? They like to talk about third world countries, yeah? But if you actually go to certain places in America, the, the levels of homelessness is crazy. Like, Ridiculous. America like to hide what actually goes on there. They'll show you the glitz and glam in it, yeah? Mm. Don't get it twisted. America's homelessness is high and their crime rates are high. And that's mm-hmm. because when people don't have, it encourages crime because you got to go and get it. Like, there's 100%. so many people that will say they're God-fearing, they're a nice person and stuff. If your kid can't eat, they might start stealing. All this stuff in the UK, the benefits and food stamps, NHS, this mm-hmm. helps to keep crime rates low and um, homelessness lower than it could be. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, of course, there's some people that don't want to get a job because the government are paying them, but that's not everyone. You'd rather someone live a nice, calm life on government benefits, they're coming into your business and robbing it. You know how much stick-ups there are in America, bro? Bare stick-ups. And obviously, you could say, oh, that's because of guns. But, bro, like, I understand where Alex is coming from. I understand where Josh is coming from, obviously, like with the cuts and everything like that. And then obviously if there were cuts, like some people won't be able to survive. Like I know somebody that works in the government that actually has to assess people's cases and dish out the checks, right? And I remember them telling me that the amount they get is absolutely ridiculous because of what they can claim. And he just knows, he knows that it's like it's intentional. Just to stop working, just to get free money. But Josh is saying that obviously, if those particular cuts were made, then some people will, some people are done. And that is true because there's some people that generally need that support. You know, they generally need that help because if they didn't have it, it will be peak. When I was growing up, where I live, I didn't get free travel. Do you understand? You know, you tap your oyster, that's calm. Like for some people, they can't even find that pound. They can't find that two pounds. I'll get them to and fro. Even though some people are really cheating the system, they're living their best life with their 10 kids and 15 kids, whatever they want to do, yeah? But there's also some people that generally need it so where do you draw the line but yeah i think they should just be more more stringent on on the assessment criteria because those people that, that are cheating system like that's so 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 scummy do you know what i'm saying i don't agree with it one bit especially when there's kids out there then there's families out there that, that genuinely need it, that can't afford anything. So, Josh, when I say make cutbacks, it's for people like them, bro. It's not for people who, who genuinely need it. Yeah, but it affects everyone, doesn't it? No, but Alex, you see the way the system is built, yeah, and the way these laws and these regulations are set, bro. If you have more kids, they're busting you, bro. So you're, you're already in that category. So I think it's more of a case of if you have more than four or five kids, you might not be eligible to this particular scheme or this particular benefit, innit? I think maybe that's one way they could, um, they could try and introduce introduce like ways to stop it bro like any system there's going to be people that see the flaws in the system and they're going to think you know what fuck this government fuck this working thing 
you know what, I'm just going to rob from this country. And that's what they do, bro. It's inevitable. You can't stop it, bro. I, I agree with you, Muff, man. I agree with you fully. And, like, for example, you know, I know people, a lot of people that work in the schools and even, like, just during Corona, right, you know, like, parents were happy because they knew that when their kids went to school, they were getting that free school meal because they may not actually be able to be fed at home. Do you get what I'm saying? So at least it's, like, cool. When that child is going to school, at least I know that my child is going to eat. Come Corona now, see, that thing is, is peak. Obviously, that's why even, like, what Rashford is doing to ensure that people can still get free school meals throughout the summer. One of five, there was times where there may not have been food on the table. Yeah, things are good now because he blew. Do you get what I mean? But that's why he has to understand, he understands the pain. He had to go to his friend's house sometimes to eat dinner. It's hard to feed five people, single mums. You got know I mean? That's a lot of people's reality. So we need the schemes to be there. Do people abuse it? Yeah, they do. But it doesn't mean that everyone abuses it. If you make it more stringent, like Juan's was saying, people are just going to be suffering. Like, America is peak. It's dog eat dog. That's why the crime team's mad. That's why Labour want to increase um, corporation tax. That's why they want to tax over um, tax um, individuals that are earning over... A- a certain amount more. When the government invokes schemes and increase congestion charge and things like that, people complain. So it's like, okay, where, where do you find the balance? That's only we're going to pay for things, I'm fam. Saying, like, the country's in debt now. You move one thing, something else shifts and a particular segment That's... of people complain. The way the government set up is in favour of people who are better off in life, isn't it? So if they tip the scale a bit and they take some away from the people that are better off, it's not the end. It looks bad because they're used to being better off and it's hurting them because you're taking away from them. But in the grand scheme of things, it's actually fairer. Which I'm trying to say to you, why should the poor suffer more than the rich? Because the poor can't deal with it where the rich can. Question, question. There's another general election. Who are you voting for? Labour or Conservative? Vote for the lesser of two evils. What is that? Labour. Personally, yeah. Conservative suits my knees better. Well, I have to think about the greater community. I'm a Labour, bro. No, but you know what it is, yeah? Like, we've seen the calamity of Boris as a leader, innit? Boris has to step down. Like, about- that pop up as a question mark in your mind. Would you think, hmm, maybe I should vote Conservative? You don't, because genuinely, a lot of the ideologies, a lot of the like things that I see from like, members of parliament within that party, like, more time discuss me anyway. But it's like, I'm not big on politics, innit? And I'm not going to act like, I'm like aligned to like everything that's been said in Labour. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, you know, as a people, have our demands and whoever meets our demands, we vote for, innit? Did you? What about you? If I'm honest with you, I kind of stay away from the topic of politics. But uh, Labour, because like um, Josh said, it does help the greater community. Those that are suffering mm-hmm. and those that are well off or they're doing well, I can only see them doing better and the worst getting worse. I hear what we are saying. For those people that exploit the system, that's a different type of law firm. Rashford is definitely inspirational. And I'm, I'm glad yeah, yeah. that like, a black boy is sort of doing these things on such a large scale because obviously with the current climate, there's a lot of like racial tensions and that. And it's good to sort of just have stand-up people come from like same communities, you know? Thank you for coming on the podcast, Deji, man. We appreciate you. Thanks for having me, guys. It was fun. What's it? What's your um, socials and stuff like that? I only have Instagram. It's Deji Rachel underscore D-E-J-I-R-A-C-H-E-L underscore. If you want a good beat, there's one place to go. Hello, people. This is Ish. Follow us on Instagram at 2.0 underscore P-O-D. And on Twitter, it's 2 P O underscore P-O-D. Keep it locked.